Hey everyone, welcome to Fika for Life. Fika for Life. Uh, my name is Edward Thomas, and my co-host Lin Yuan still. <laughs> um, today is another one of our great and wonderful episodes where we'll, we we will be talking about yeah 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 singleness. <laughs> yay! Because everybody wants to be single at one point in their life. Well, they are okay, single. Okay, I guess they are. I don't. I don't know if people want to be single all the time in their lives, but I did when I was a kid. You're always sing. You're always born single, and at some point, you might Even. not be single anymore. But it can also happen. You'll be single mm. when you die. Wow, that was really weird. Yeah, I know. <laughs> that was like I have to wait. I have to wait for my brain to sort of process that. <laughs> you're single when you're born. You're single when you die. You Therefore, might be single when you die because, I mean, well, if your you partner mashed. dies before you, yeah, okay, then yeah. By the way, anyway, but I think for most people who listen to this, mm? maybe you are pre-marriage, like mm. before you're married. For a very small proportion, I think this is maybe after marriage, after divorce, uh, divorce or death, or death. Yeah, there's a lot of really old ladies who are single because. Most men die off before the age of 90. So it's really like you're looking at a graph of, mm-hmm. of death. And um, and men die. There's like a point where it seems like, you know, God's just like, die off. he's like, no more men. <laughs> it's just like, says, get rid of 90% of the men. I could give you a biological explanation, but that's not mm. part of our Okay. Our well, that would be kind today. of cool to listen to. I single. Like to. I, I can tell you after. Okay. Uh, singleness. So how do you define singleness? Not married. So if you have a boyfriend or girlfriend, mm, mm. you're still not single? You're not married. You're, you're not, so are you you're, saying that they're okay. single and not married? <laughs> yes. I, I'm, I'm like really I'm like really stupid, so I can't handle more than two categories. So <laughs> married, not married. married. Not married. Not. No, but I think like if you're... So this is a thing. If you're dating someone, so I'm together with, with someone, I'm not single and free... I'm not married, so therefore I'm a committed single. Okay, committed single. Mm. Um, I think like committed to a relationship. I think I like met. European style of mm. relationship and American dating thing. I think they're a bit confusing. Maybe we should just quickly start this out. Yeah. Yes, Americans are just way too horny. Is that what we're talking about? No, no, I was no, talking okay. about like when you talk about dating, yes. this is probably what okay. we talk about as a committed relationship. Right. Or I don't know. Like, because well, I don't know. I think it's confusing because the whole thing is that, okay, so I'm an unmarried man. I mean, I'm married, but I'm just hypothesizing. You pretend. I'm pretending to be unmarried. <laughs> Sorry, honey. Got to go back out again. No. Um, and, um, and here's a, a girl that I'm really interested in. Mm-hmm. I like her. I, I want to get to know her. So I go to, we go bowling together. Mm-hmm. And then just then, the two of you. Just the two of us. Yeah. And then the next day, we decide to go to dinner mm-hmm. and then a movie. Am I together with her? No. Why not? Because you haven't declared it to each other. Ah, well, I so think, that's I don't the confusing know. part that people, some people think, would say, no, but I mean, you ask the person out to a movie. I mean, that's kind of a commitment. And they said no. yes. Yeah. So, so you guys, no. are, because I say that. if I went to the movie, so I know a lot of girls mm-hmm. that if I would have gone to do all those three things with them, yeah, and then they saw me the next like five days later kissing some other woman, they would be really upset. 
Well, they would be hurt because it's a pride thing. But it's oh. not like. But it's not. I think they would be hurt because it's a pride thing. Mm. But you made no. You made no official thing that like, yeah, you're my girlfriend now. I'm your right. boyfriend now. Like, you guys haven't really established that. So I think it's foolish to expect that from the other part. And you, if you're a guy or a girl, it doesn't matter. But I think that's, that's, that's the whole problem is that people have this expectation that if I like you or you seem to like me or you spend time with me, then there must be a, an, a, a type of implied commitment. Well, there really isn't any. So that's my whole definition. If you're, if you haven't said to someone, mm-hmm. like you haven't discussed it, and you, then the two of you have come to an understanding that you are together, then you're single without commitment. You're only together when two people are agreed. Because especially in the, in the age of Me Too and the age of consent, mm-hmm. so consent is really important. I be, and I've always believed this. I always believe that, that I'm together with someone because we have come to a mutual consensus. Yeah, that we are exclusively, exclusive, exclusively, exclusively. I'm like exclusively. <laughs> That's too much Swedish there. Ex- no, exclusively. I, don't really, exclu- I can't speak English. Stretch Exclus- it usefully. Exclusively. Yeah. That's exclusively. Hmm? Um, um, well, I forgot what I was going to say. Now it's just clowning. So you again. two come to the conclusion that you both exclusively just date each other. Right. And, and don't date else. other people. Yeah. Then I, that's sort of a commitment. And if I break that commitment, it's a very serious thing. It shows my character. Mm-hmm. Um, but so- I think <clears throat> many girls would also be offended in their pride also if you would date them mm. like you would go out with them and then the next day you would go out with someone else because then they would feel like well, I think the other person would also make a some kind of emotional connection to you mm. because suddenly you have asked them out they feel flattered like oh yeah. he liked me and then but you've only gone turn, out and then you turn and then it turned out like whoa he doesn't only like me he also likes Melissa yeah of course because <laughs> you and Melissa are just like wonderful but I think I think girls think that well this guy he's not serious he's just dating around mm. he, he doesn't know what he wants he just goes for anyone that reading between the lines stuff again mm. Mm. filling in the blanks with mysterious information <laughs> that only women can receive from the universe uh but yeah. i'm just telling you this is how i think women would yeah. perceive it and, and i think most guys would appreciate a contract, contract. a girl just <laughs> says listen i like you you like me let's sign on the dotted line we are together and the guy would go, okay, uh, uh, great, that's clear. Now I know, I don't have to guess. And, and so, you know, take the guesswork out, because I tell you, a lot of guys are confused because they just can't tell. Oh, wow, sorry, <laughs> Fika for life, huh? Uh, <laughs> sorry, guys, sorry, I don't guys. know, sorry, I'm an old man, and sometimes my body just does its own thing. Uh, <laughs> so you want you want clarity. Yeah, so I and think honesty. transparency. Openness, clarity, and honesty. Those four things helps us will always help us to not be confused about where we stand, mm-hmm. not to be confused about what kind of relationship we do have, and therefore then it should clear up the expectations I have. But isn't that like boring? Isn't that killing the romance? No. No. See, <laughs> see true romance thrives oh, no. now. in no. clarity. Here comes the deep thing for the day. <laughs> my pep- <laughs> my gingerbread cookies talking. <laughs> Uh, no, but true romance thrives in the, in clarity, transparency, and honesty. Can you give an example on that? Um, so I like someone. Mm-hmm. 
Um, we'll call her name Betty. Because, mm-hmm. I don't know, Betty, Wilma, the Flintstones. Uh, <laughs> so we'll call, And I liked Betty more than I liked Wilma. So okay. I used to think Betty was really cute. Was Just focus on Betty. So, okay. so Betty, anyway. Um, and so I, I really like Betty. Mm-hmm. We've been spending time together. And you ask her out. We, you yeah, feel yeah like, like we've, we've gone on a couple of dates. We've that liked, means that she must like you too, because otherwise... Well, she I don't would. know. She, she said, see, this is a thing. What? I don't know. She said yes, and she said yes again and again. But why would why would she say yes if she would like you again? See, there we go. Speculation. As long as it's speculation, I can never really say for certain, and therefore I don't really know. I can assume. I can read the signs <laughs> like a voodoo doctor, but that doesn't give me any clarity. But if I if I truly value Betty, I'm interested in how <gasps> she feels. You should do it the Japanese, and way. therefore. Confess your love. Yeah. Oh, that. Yeah, that's but, that's real romantic. But I, but I believe, I believe that when I, I believe, like, so I'm an old-fashioned guy. <laughs> I believe a man always declares his intention. I don't believe that any. I don't believe that any woman should be giving me attention when she doesn't really know why she's giving that attention and what she can expect from that. I, I just think it, I, clear relationships, and it really has helped me as a married man. That because I had clear relationships when I was single, I have clear relationships when I'm married. Because I want, I want to know where do myself and this other person stand? Mm-hmm. What kind of relationship do we have? Because I have to be able to to stand. I mean, think like as a pastor in a church. Um, I can't be having relationships all over the place where it looks like the pastors are sleeping around the back doing, you know, you know what, 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 you know. And I'm married and my wife has to be able to trust me. So she has to understand that I have these clear boundaries. And it started when I was single. So that I think that because then you know. If I if I if I like you, I should be able to say I like you. Why should I have to hide that? Mm-hmm. Every human being can be attracted to another human human being, and just because she says no, it doesn't have to make it weird. Because well, it will feel weird though. No, you don't think so? I think most guys. But I'm a guy who tries afraid. to have fr- I try to be friends with people, so I'm a guy who doesn't have a problem with being friends with people of the opposite sex. Yeah, but so, that's you. But I don't think because I'm the guru. And yeah, but that's like not everyone's. Yeah, but I don't know how everyone's... to be a caveman. <laughs> everyone's backpack. I think that no, but but I do believe. Clar- but I think yeah. clarity is the thing. I think clarity is with every relationship. You put your cards on the table. You let them lie. Everyone, because it's always clear. It's always clear about about where we stand and how they're. And if someone says, if I say, "Hey, I really like you a lot. I would love to get to know you more than just a friend." That, now that person knows. They know that they know that part of my niceness and kindness to them is also generated by a unique interest in wanting to be more than just friends. You know, I can tell you something that um, there will be girls who will feed upon that. They will use that to... Uh, to use you. <laughs> yeah, to, to feed off their own um, self... Mm-hmm. How do you call it? Self-confident. Like, yeah. they feel self-confident because, oh, this guy likes me, so mm-hmm. I just keep him on. You know, yeah. I don't tell him off. I just like, oh, that's really nice. Yeah. And take the flatter, but don't invest anything in that. Nah. And I think that's really hurtful for the guy and very, mm-hmm. very bad and shows bad character in the girl. It shows, well, it does show that she never really loved the person because she doesn't value that person's no, no. feelings. No, no. But and- I mean, guys, I think, <clears throat> who have gone through this are quite hurt. And, and yeah, like but it makes trust it, issues? right. It makes the guys chickeny. Yeah. So what happens is that if so, ladies, <laughs> don't men, do that. <laughs> men have really, really fragile eagles. Eagles, they get hurt really easily. 
and often don't talk about it or show it. They don't go around to their guy friends. Oh, I guess I have you know, I just I feel like my self worth is all down to the ground. And all the guys go, oh, we know how it is. Yeah, okay. And we hug and kiss to make each other feel good. That's, no. <laughs> most of life as a man is emotionally is an emotional desert of loneliness. I just don't have a lot of people <laughs> so to sad. share it with. That's really sad. Yeah. It's 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 one of the reasons that explains uh, why so many suicides are young men mm-hmm. or just a men because you don't have anyone to process these things with you're carrying all this stuff with you and if you don't know how to deal with it it weighs you down and just yeah. and it and it makes you it makes you afraid like so in order to protect myself i can't take the risk if you don't get the risk or you don't take the risk you never get a chance exactly and so what happens it turns into my evil, evil cycle, cycle. Loneliness where cycle. I become a prophet of my own doom through my own action or inaction, mm-hmm. and so um, so I think that I think that that people should not be afraid of rejection because rejection doesn't it's not a quality factor. I'm not being rejected because I'm ugly. I'm not being rejected because, regardless of what the person says, mm-hmm. I made my intention clear. The person has responded in the negative, mm-hmm. and therefore. That means then now it clarifies our relationship. I don't have to go around wondering, what if this is the right person for me? No, she said no. She's not the right person. (laughs) She's not the right person. Stop pining away. Stop dreaming about her. Move on. Have her as a good friend. But but focus your loving opinion. That's tough, though. To Is put it? someone from yeah, to put someone from potentially soulmate, married to mm. to oh, just friends. That's because we live in a fantasy, La La Land, <laughs> created by Hollywood. See, Thank if I lived you, in America. Re- if I lived in the real world, where I know that things don't always work out the way I wanted them to, to, then I would not have unrealistic expectations of things that cannot be true. Mm-hmm. So my question was. Um, how come I have so many friends in my cycle who approach 30 mm. or past 30 and they are unwantedly single? How is that, how is that possible? Well, first... Do they look they, good? <laughs> no, no, but I think like, I'm like this. If you really wanted someone, you would have someone. Yeah, in a sense like Cause there's always anyone. A, right, because there's always someone leave, living and breathing who will just want to be with anyone or whatever, you know? So it's not really... It's not. It's not of the of the actual physical incap- uh, incapability of someone being able to be with someone. It's a certain person mm-hmm. they're that, they, for that they're looking person. for that they haven't found. And so what they have to define is that, is the person that I'm looking for or hoping to be with, is it a reasonable expectation uh-huh. or is it an unreasonable? Is it an expectation that is based upon real knowledge of real life? <laughs> or is it an expectation based upon... You know, Beauty and the Beast. <laughs> I mean, I know people who uh, have expectations in the sense of they maybe have gone through tough times in their lives, mm. and now they feel like they deserve someone <gasps> who is a certain <sighs> way. Oh they deserve it, or they mm. deserve, or I'm such a nice person, I deserve someone nice, or oh, this guy is so nice, he deserves a really nice wife. If you think that you deserve someone, you then, don't. <laughs> wait, what, what basically what you're saying is that you're the master and you're looking for a slave. <laughs> you're looking for someone you think that you, I don't deserve anybody because it's not a, it's not a right. It's a privilege to be with someone. Mm. If it was my right, I could demand my right, and therefore my in right the, should in be in the met. court. I go to court. Excuse me. I want that, a wife now. That woman who said no to me, <laughs> she's denying me my rights. <laughs> The judge says, well, you're guilty, lady. You got to marry the guy, you know, because whoever says it first, that's the person. You know, I'm, I'm, so are you talking about that 
people who are unwantedly single should lower their expectations? No, they should define what their expectations are and then uh, analyze the expectation. So some people have reasonable expect- expectations, but they may not necessar- necessarily have the expectations in a reasonable place. Can you give an example? I know, I was just confusing again, huh? Okay, so um, so I like Betty. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, and I like the kind of person that Betty is. You know, I, I, Betty is uh, attractive. She's a cave woman. Mm-hmm. I'm really attracted to cave women, so that's like a really big thing, you know. She makes great dino steak. You know, those, and those things are things that are, when I'm looking at the kind of person who I have been created to be mm-hmm. and the kind of relationships I want to have, because basically my self my self knowledge is what helps me to determine what kind of relationship I should have. So I have to know myself. I have to understand myself. I don't have to know everything. I have to understand myself well enough to understand what kind of relationship, um, what kind of relationship I I should be in because of me, who I am, my quality, and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, as well as that self awareness also tells me about what kind of environment I should want to try to live in. So. Um, Betty's a cave woman, and she lives in the cave city. So she lives in the you know urban mm-hmm. place. But I really, really want to live out in the countryside. Okay, then you ask Betty, do you want to move me on the countryside? Or because Betty like lives in the city, she already lives there, mm-hmm. and I already know that about Betty. But if I went to the countryside and looked for someone in the countryside, I might find someone who wants to live in the countryside. Hmm. You assume you mean. It depends on what kind of setting. fish you want. You have to fish in the right pond. <gasps> there you go. Is that a good picture? That's a good picture. Very good picture. What if you can't get to that pond? Or you you might think there is no such pond. <laughs> well, that, well, that's the whole thing. And so I, once I define what my expectation is, and then I've measured that expectation, I've tested it to see if it's a if it's a, if it's an expectation based in reality. Mm-hmm. Or if it's an expectation based on fantasy. If it's fantasy, we just throw it away. Because <laughs> it doesn't help. I, it, it'll never happen. Yeah, It'll make me do strange things and lie still and cheat in order to get to the fantasy. But the fantasy can't satisfy me and can't bring me to a happy place in life. So if if I've examined my, my expectation, and my expectation is real, now I have to determine, is the context of the expectation also real? What's the context of the expectation? So, so that would be the thing. Like, if I want to live in the countryside, mm-hmm. and, then, and and it's probably, it, I, I okay. So, I believe like this: it's easier to find someone who's already going in the direction or towards the destination that I want to go to mm-hmm. than it is to get someone to change their destination to match mine. Won't happen because they might do it temporarily, but over time, they're just they're naturally inclined to a certain destination. They will eventually course Diverge, change and correct. Yeah. And they will end up trying to head towards... They will always try to head towards what the place that they're supposed to be at. Their destination, uh, the environment where they where they thrive in. So, so that's maybe. just natural. We always would do that. And so you'll get into a relationship and you'll be there for like 10 years. And all of a sudden you just, you're really unhappy and you're miserable and you can't figure it out. And what happens is as a person's looking at you, like, we're growing apart. Because we're really looking for two different destinations. From the very beginning. Right. And now it's sort of... We've come so far in our journey that the divergency is. But isn't that also like a big trouble and issue in especially Christian training that people have so high expectations in the sense of, (laughs) oh my gosh, I can't screw it up and I have to. Christian people. Yeah, but people who say, like, oh, I need someone who has the same mission in life and Mm. wants to go into the same direction. And I don't know. Yeah, 
that that Christian thing makes dating and marrying and all that kind of stuff harder. No, but it, I mean, okay, so in the church, we don't talk a lot about dating. Don't talk about no, relationships. No, it's supposed to not happen. Just it's, keep it. Just get married. No, uh, you know, you go to the, you go stand in the line at the front. The pastor lays his hands upon you, and all of a sudden, the Holy Spirit says, "I now pronounce upon you which lady or man you're supposed to be with." That's the one over there with the blue eye, and you see the blue eye, and you go, "Oh!" You know, <laughs> that'd be easier for some people. Well, I, I would just there's the flame flying on, the, on their head. I was like, "Wow, your head's on fire." So is mine. Let's get together. You know, uh, no, but um, um, so what happens is that is that churches um, and Christian organizations, because we don't talk openly and often enough about real relationships, Mm -hmm. is that we actually feed into the Hollywood thing. We also. Yeah, yeah. So so two people go, so we're at church. You and I go to church together. Yeah. And now we see two single people sitting next to them. What do we normally say? We're like, oh my gosh, maybe they're dating. Exactly. So we put undue pressure. And society is already trying to force them. Mm -hmm. Because if they're single, there's something wrong. And therefore, now we get two single people together. Now they can be fixed. They can fix each other. Oh, hallelujah. Uh, okay, whatever. Um, and, and then what happens is that, so, so that's one little sick thing that I hope the church decides to like banish and never do it again. Um, the other thing is that is that people think that the Hollywood thing, that's a Christian version of it. Mm-hmm. And what it is is that, uh, so notebook. I go to church, I go to a, a Christian uh, camp, the Christian bookstore, uh, I just see a big cross hanging around somebody's neck on their car. A, a big fish, conference. whatever. Yeah, something Christiany. Mm-hmm. And what happens is they that they fish in that pond because that, then you have higher risk of getting or higher. Chance. You have a, of getting a Christian. <laughs> yeah, but that's yeah. No, but what happens is that they think that so now it's not just the stars like Hollywood. So it's like, ooh, I saw stars and rockets. Now it's like in the voice of God. So <laughs> you know, so Christians think the single Christian people think. That if I meet the right person, God Himself will reveal to you. Will reveal the truth to me. He will come down with fire and with angels, and they'll be singing like the Hallelujah chorus. Really? Yeah, Do you think people really think people like that? People have some stupid ideas. It's like, like two people compatible. They're friends. They like each other. I'm like, so you guys seem like you like yeah. What's the problem? I'm waiting for God to tell me that this is my woman, my Eve. I'm like, really? <laughs> so you want? To get married to someone who's going to be deceived by a snake? <laughs> what's wrong with you? It's like, okay, so what's the problem? And the little girl, she'll say, she's like, well, you know, I'm just waiting for God to give me the right sign that he's the right one. I'm like, really? Where did we ever get this stupid idea that God is going to choose for you a decision that he actually left up to you to make? That's number one. And that it has to be like some kind of big emotional, spiritual, fireworks, Holy Spirit, Pentecost. Because people think that, well, if it's... Hollywood. If, if no, but in the sense of that, if marriage is so holy, shouldn't we give it that respect and admiration? Like, shouldn't we acknowledge that by the choice of... Yeah, and the seriousness? Holiness is to mean, means to be set apart for a purpose. Mm-hmm. And marriage is it's a life set apart. It's marriage itself. It's a thing that's holy. Mm-hmm. It's a thing that sets... But not the dating. <laughs> it's not the dating. It's not the... Oh, it's not the wedding ceremony. It is It is what the mar- the wedding ceremony indicates. There is a, a promise made before people, before God, to treat, live, honor, and, and care for a person the whole life through. That, that's that's a really big thing. It's a, and it's a big, big, such a big thing. And it should be, it should be hard to be married. You have to think about it. But, oh my gosh... But so many people Stupid do get married, married, though. Yeah, a lot of people get married. So 
tons of people. They just don't stay together. No, because I think because they realize it's not so fun or they realize it's tougher than what they thought or they or it's different than what they expected. Yeah. Single life was so hard. And then I got married <laughs> and I wish I was single again. Uh, you know. But you mean, do you think that people always assume that it's green on the other side? Yeah. You think yeah. so? Everyone always assumes that the grass is greener. Their cows have better milk. You know, <laughs> their candy looks much better when they're eating it than when I'm eating it. Could I get some of the candy from their mouth? Because it might taste better in my mouth, you know. Okay, that was nasty. So, um, <laughs> so if um, so, pe- now we are obviously talking about people who don't want to be single. Well, I mean, but is, is what's so bad about being single? Well, think, we also have the kind of people who actually want to be single, or you don't. Have anything no problem. You just don't. You just don't date anyone. Then and you're, yeah, you're but fine. some people they really don't want to be like committed in that sense. They feel more free. They can uh-huh, do God's you mean, work You mean better. like the chicken people who are afraid to commit to someone? No, so they just have... not the chicken people. Just oh, the okay. people who are happy with themselves and think oh, like, I accomplished okay. more than being single like Jesus and Paul. Yeah, that's great. Why not? Um, I think... More power to, to them. I think to, to those, we don't really need to give any advice because they, they're on the right okay. path for themselves. They're okay with being <laughs> single and they're single. So yeah, I, that's yeah. great. Um, yeah. What about... Yeah, so now we talked a lot about people who don't want to be single yeah. and i think it's a different story depending on if you're in your 20s or in your 30s or even in your 40s and you're single unwantedly single i wonder if i had gotten a chance to be 50 now what am i 56 so it's like 56 years old and single like would i be unhappy or you would have built a different life or maybe i would be happy <laughs> i think people would build a different life if they're single because then you yeah. you spend your time differently. You don't have the same mm. kind of long yeah. long term singleness seems to be leads towards being single for a long time. Mm-hmm. So um, the longer you're single, the lower your chances of. I think not the older. Well, okay. Or this, staying. Okay, this is yeah, this is depressing. Single. Obviously, <laughs> depressing. If, if men die a lot earlier than women on average, mm-hmm. there's a point where dating a man, a woman dating a man. Kind of like kind of out of the picture. So if I'm 90, so I've lived single until I'm 90, the chance of me finding someone becomes really like. But it's easier to find someone. It's so many more women. It's so many more women than there are men. So it's like. But I think uh, when you're elderly and you're single and you're dating, it's a whole different story and the age difference a whole different right because like, you don't have a lot of time left so you just no, <laughs> more like it's totally acceptable for a 90 year old to date someone who's 70 than <laughs> for a 50 year old to date someone who's 70 don't you think <laughs> sorry lynn i was just thinking like i'm 90 and someone's like you pedophile <laughs> just uh, because you're dating a 70 year old no yeah it's like aha so you like that lamb chop. Yeah, I like my women 70. <laughs> Man. Um, I was thinking yeah. that... Yeah, it's, all, I mean, it's true what you say. It's To I, all the singles out there. So um, if you're who, 30, who, don't date someone 20 years younger no. than you. <laughs> uh, to all the singles out there who, I don't know, or be, yeah, don't want to be single, I think you should use your time like the best of your abilities. Make yourself the best version of yourself. Don't sit at home. Hmm. And wait for some prince or princess to come around and snatch you up. And no, make yourself into the prince or princess. Yeah, I think like, you should, like, when you're single, find a new hobby. Like, make yourself as inter- interesting as possible in the sense Boom. of 
who wants to talk to someone who's like, oh, I'm I'm single for 10 years. I feel so depressed. Well, I wish they had someone. Who wants to date mm. someone like that? You want to date I someone? I would. No, you want to date... Because Eeyore is my favorite character. No. <laughs> <laughs> you don't want to be a fixer. Like, you want, you want to... To date, yeah, like I think, from my view, yeah. I think I would like to date mm-hmm. someone if I weren't married, um, mm-hmm. who who has like interests, who has interests in her own life, who feel who I feel yeah. I can lean upon, not the person who I feel like I have to be there for you twenty four seven, because otherwise you can't cope with being wow. by yourself. <sighs> yeah, that's that's just a hanger. You don't want to be hanging around with people who are just hanging on to you. Uh, no, man. I think it's, but but I think it's it's true what you say. So don't sit around. Don't sit wait. around. No, no. But but this whole idea about about investing in yourself. Yeah. Uh, if you don't know yourself and you're single, make that a, a priority. Yeah. Get to know yourself. Get to know who you are. Ask God. Ask your neighbors. Ask your, your family. Friends. Yeah. Somebody. But start to get insight about who you are and why you make the things you, why you make the decisions you make, and where is the fear driving you? Everyone's got fear somewhere, mm-hmm. and our fears make us do and not do certain things. Um, so, and I, and so I think that, uh, you get to know yourself, make yourself healthy. Um, I don't, just being single doesn't mean you have to have an unhealthy lifestyle. So, you know, change your character. If you've got bad character, you're a liar, you're undependable. Uh, I mean, independable or something like that. Change that. Become a dependable person, become a friendly person, become a, a person. And if you don't know how to manage money, Use your single life, not to increase your debt and, and, and get on TV, but, but learn how to learn from someone. So when you're single, there's a lot of people who've made the mistakes before. Learn from them yeah. so you don't make the same mistakes. And I, and, I, and I think if you make these kind of changes, so I think if you, there's always a presentable version of yourself. Yeah, There's a version of yourself who is friendly, and you don't have to be outgoing, but friendly. There's a version of yourself who is... Um, who a person can talk to and get to know. There's a version of yourself that's easy to be around and approachable. And if you work on on being that version of yourself, you make it easier for other people to get to know you. And as they get to know you, they might decide they want to be with you. If you're hard to approach, people don't approach you. If you don't seem like you're interested in other people, they probably won't talk to you. Because people and if like you're to not trustworthy, <laughs> no well, one will ever tell you anything. If you're a liar, stop lying, because that usually kills relationships. You know, no, but but I think, but I think that I think that people who are single, if you don't want to be single, do something about it. So, um, for everyone who's single out there, now we've just been talking a lot, just generally. If you have some questions or you have a, a, some of the things you're like, oh, but you didn't take up this. Yeah. Or in my life, it's like this. Please write to us. And, and we can that, do a Q&A, like yeah. a whole episode of Ooh, Q&A. But then really we fun. need Qs so we can give you the A's. Yes, right. Because we will give you the A <laughs> if you give us the Q. <laughs> so if you have questions, if you have anything to tell us, if you have like a, yeah. I don't know, any question about this. Yeah, yeah. Just Ta- or just tell us what your single life is like. Yeah. Tell if you us. if you enjoy being single, let us know. And if you would really like to see the single life end, why don't you just write to us and tell us and then let's see if we can put our heads together and uh maybe give you a couple of pointers that point that put you in the right direction, starting of something new and transformative in your life. Mm-hmm. Makes sense. Yes. Okay. Thank you guys for listening. Yes. Uh remember that if you really like this podcast, make sure you put a lot of likes. And make sure that you share. Share, 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 share. Yes, share, 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 share. <laughs> and we don't mean the singer. Okay. Uh, yeah, please. And, and, and tell other people about Fika for Life. 
so we're just gonna say goodbye, and uh, we were waiting patiently or expectantly, expectantly. <laughs> I can't speak today. <laughs> expectantly, yes, for your letter about single life or fika or anything else that you have on your mind. Yes. Take care. Be blessed. Bye. Bye. Thank you for listening. If you have any comments or ideas, please send us a message to fikaforlife at mail.com. Fika, F-I-K-A. This was the Fika for Life podcast with Lin Nguyen and Edward Thomas, and we hope to hear you again.